When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Don and Steve right here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It is a throwback Thursday. So coming up at 1130, just about 30 minutes away, Brittany answers questions about things gone by in the world of music. Last week you did decent, he says with limited assurance no. and recollection. How'd you do last week? Do you remember? <laughs> I mean, it was a blur. I she did really good. You she guys. just keeps popping in. She's in and out of every show right now on my talk. She's doing different games, different bits, and then she has seven puppies. Not hers or dog, but she's. We don't have a full functioning human with oh, us today. Oh, okay. okay. It's respectful. Oh wow, that's a compliment because of you juggling oh, so much. I'm not giving you enough. I'm. I'm not saying you're not giving enough. I'm saying I'm certainly not getting enough. I feel like you would not talk this disrespectful to most grandmas. And I want you to okay. check yourself because you you are wrecking yourself. Well, okay, so you had you had babies last night. Your dog had babies. Yeah. And uh seven of them. Mm-hmm. And you're calling and so you're calling yourself a grandma. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm debating that, I'm just no, clarifying. I, why would you? I mean well. I mean you're probably upset because I was a grandparent before you. Mm-hmm. That's awkward because never had a child. Sure, sure. But yeah, you cheated the system. It's like you got the fast pass at Disney. Yeah. Call back. Well, in that case. Tell me about how you cry. It's probably time for you to start watching children's movies again. Now that you have all these grandkids running around the house. Yeah. And they're going to say, Mima, Mima, can we watch The Mitchells versus The Machines? <gasps> I've seen this. You saw this? I saw this with my nephews. Really? I did not see this coming, that you, this was the movie you were talking about. Okay, so I ended up crying last night. I don't cry in a lot of movies. Now, part of me thinks, do you ever try to do this? Do you ever try to lean into a moment yeah. on screen? All the time. In an effort to feel it more? Yeah. I so would. I could have gotten through this without crying, but I consciously made the choice to lean into the moment, see what was happening on screen, juxtaposing it with what was, what was happening in my basement as we were all watching it okay so in i'll give you the synopsis and then tell you about the cry point the breaking point for stevie boy uh the mitchells versus the machines tells the story of this family who essentially they're all growing older they've got a daughter who's about to go off to college she is enamored in shooting videos and youtubing and Making shooting memes. her own short film she's artsy she makes a lot of memes that's her big thing she's a memer yeah and she she basically has developed these interests that over time her dad has become less interested in. 
And so there's video. They at a couple different points they show some old home videos where the dad is just playing with the daughter and he's doing dress up and they're acting out scenes in the kitchen and he's all into it. And then she grows up, her interest develop a little into into something else where she now just wants to show dad, hey dad, take a look at this video, take a look at what I did. And he's kind of giving it half an eye because he's intent on mounting one of his hunting prizes up on the wall. He's developed his own hobbies that take up some of his time. And so from there, there's a, essentially a, a robot uprising that happens. And then it's the Mitchells, the last known free human family, versus the machines who are trying to take over the Earth. And they would like to have an Earth future without any humans present. From there, there's all sorts of twists and turns. I thought there was rather funny writing throughout. It's got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, here's what we will say the Mitchells versus the machines does not have. Overt coziness. Meaning they have some emotional scenes, but it is not a cozy feeling movie like some Pixar movies are, a lot of Disney movies are, where they just have a feeling, a vibe that you walk into. This one is much more a modern way of telling the story where there's some crazy jump cuts to, you know, cat filters on people's faces and stuff like that. Hard rock music that sort of takes you from one scene to the next. And so it doesn't have a typical swelling score that you would find on most animated family movies. That being said, again, I laughed out loud quite a bit, thought the writing was really funny. And then there was a scene at the end that made me cry because they take the daughter to college and it's time for her to leave. And she's gone through this full exploration, realizing that family is really, when we say you need to find your people, it's really our families. Those are our people. And we need to continually invest in that. And they talk about how messy relationships are and how much work they are, but how they're always worth it. And then as the dad is saying goodbye to the daughter, of course, there I am sitting back. The kids are all like piled up in front of us. And I'm seeing him say goodbye, similar to the father of the bride thing, where he's realizing this is a new chapter. She's in college now. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching that yeah. while then zooming back and zooming out and watching my own family structure and just realizing this isn't going to be here forever. Yeah. This this sort of let's all pile into the movie for a movie night, Yeah, get a bowl of candy and just hang out the six of us. It's just not always going to be there. And, and I, that emotion hit me. I think actually that's like a more sneaky and better way of getting your emotion because it is a little, like you said, it's messy. It's a little bit like, just like real life where even sad mm-hmm. stuff has like a funny moment in it and... And they're very relatable characters. I mean, besides the fact they're fighting robots. Sure. Um, But they they are. The family's really relatable. Very much so. And it's even funny because they talk about the family next door being very Instagrammable and like doing all these things. And they always talk about the mom's always like, she's so much more put together than me. And like, it's so funny. And so I could see how that would be that sneaky like, oh, yeah. Well, you know Uh, what got me to there's a point where uh, we're talking about the movie The Mitchells versus The Machines animated flick that people are loving Rotten Tomatoes 98%. But there's a part where they're recounting a memory and they're recalling something that went wrong on whatever the day was. It was this big event, but then do you remember we were late getting out the door and then this tour? And then the mom said, just in a passing comment, yeah, but I think that's what made me love it even more. Recounting that it wasn't perfect and it took us all sort of sloppily living together to create that day. So it removes some pressure. It's relatable in that we all feel the pressure to manufacture these moments. And I'm, again, big into manufactured moments, but... 
it's okay that there's a fit at some point midway through or somebody stubs their toe and there's a crying thing and you have to press pause when you're watching the movie or whatever the case might be. And when we look back, that's all part of the story. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I love that. Can I tell you my nephew's favorite part about it? Yes. The Furbies. Tell me more. So the Furbies are these, they they go to this mall and everything that's electronic becomes alive. And yeah. my nephews, they've never even heard of Furbies. Sure. And all of a sudden these little Furbies come out and like say all these weird things. Like they're like, we must have vengeance. Summon the elder. <laughs> and this giant Furby shows up. And then now this is what my nephew Ike and Finn say to me all the time. I will avenge my fallen children. <laughs> The pain only makes me stronger. Yeah. And so, I mean, to the, like that. Now they will say this all the time for moments, and it is so. It's, it's a very, very funny movie. There are a lot of laugh out loud moments yeah. in that movie. In that mall scene, it's called Mall of the Globe. Yeah. It is totally Mall of America. Absolutely. The atrium looks just like Mall of America. It is great. So there's sort of a nod to that, but uh, it's quite good. So if you're looking for something with the fam, maybe the kids or grandkids, nieces, nephews, whatever. The Mitchells versus the Machines. It's on Netflix now, and people are loving it. When we come back, we will get nerdy together. Oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, Scientists have figured out why mouth sounds, hearing people eat, why it annoys you so deeply, so quickly. We'll get into that when we come back. Oh, and the majority of us don't want to eat this food alone. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Don and Steve, it's My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. My name is Steve Patterson. My middle initial is G. Why don't we go around the horn quick on that? My middle initial is G. Oh my gosh. I'm going to guess yours and then you can guess mine. Okay. Um, Brittany Gale Arneson. Steve Gregory Patterson? It is Glenn. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What? Mine is yours without the L. It's Jen. Wait. Your middle name is Jen? Mm-hmm. With a G? G-E-N. With a G? Yeah. Why are you saying that like that's normal? Like I'm the weird one for pausing there. I don't know. I feel like you thought I was wrong and I felt like... I did think you... I was like, oh, she mixed up her G's and her J's. And they make similar sounds and that's reasonable. It's from Genevieve. A lot of my oh. family has middle name Genevieve, but my mom thought that would be too long. So she did this to me. And I was in the military for a while, and I sometimes used to get really nice um, accommodations because it looked like I was General. Um, oh, so yeah, Brittany General Arneson. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. But it's Jen, G-E-N. How do you spell your name? Is it T-T-A-N-Y? It's literally under my name. Uh, oh, there it is. I yeah. see it on video right there. Oh, yeah. cool. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. But Very nice way to spell it. Thank you. I yeah. Work out. Um, Grant, you have a middle name? Cool, man. Yeah. Starts with an R. Russell. Two S's. Nice. Two S's and two L's, my friends. Two I'm S's. Russell Wangstrom. Um, Grant Russell. That alone... Drop your that, other last drop name. Drop the last Grant name. Grant Russell. Grant Russell is a very strong name, especially with how hot everybody thinks you are. I was just going to say that. I'm, I'm glad Grant you Russell. But Wangstrom. Yeah, we can leave that Wangstrom out of there. I'm not yeah. mad at Wangstrom. I just like Grant Russell. Like, you are a leader of men. Wow. Well, yeah, Wangstrom, though, sounds like you're the weasel in the back of the class. <laughs> Respectfully. I said it was respect for your and family. I was, you guys have and I was, So we're good. <laughs> yeah, but Russell. I wanted Stephen G. I wanted to be have an initial when I was in high school. I thought if ever I could uh, make it in radio, Stephen G. would be my radio name. Wake up, mornings with Stephen G. Could you sense it? I can feel it. Ninety-eight eight. It's not even a frequency. Let's do this. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Okay, um, everybody, play along with this if you can. I want you to close your eyes, go to a happy place. Grant, go to your happy place. Listeners, if you can do it safely, listen really closely. You're at peace. You're at- close your eyes, Grant. You're at peace. How do you feel having heard those sounds? <laughs> Sick to my stomach, actually. Okay. Yeah, it was that great. Okay. Uh, Maybe you have misophonia. 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 Not misothelioma. Miso- <laughs> misophonia. These are people who get really annoyed at the sound of mouth noises. Like, you go crazy. Heavy breathing, you don't like it. Chewing, you don't like it. Just the general smacking. What am I hearing right now? I found some mouth noises on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think what threw me off the most is like knowing that my eyes were shut and you were doing that noise. Okay, I should I had the eyes should have stayed open. No, maybe? no, no, that would have been worse. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to see it, but like I don't know. Sure. It was it was I get it. Yeah, it's not a great sound. Well, here's what we have learned about why that enrages people so why? much. Researchers at Newcastle University in England, sounds made up, scanned people's brains while they played different sounds that might trigger a reaction. And for people who have the condition, misophonia, certain parts of their brain lit up so much more than people who don't have it. They just started going crazy. So Grant, you have this. Don has this. I Mm -hmm. think Donna has it to some extent. One section that lit up was the part of your brain that processes sound, which makes sense. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What happened with everybody, even people who aren't extra sensitive to it, the same thing went on. But people's brains also showed some hyperactivity in the premotor cortex which is an area of the brain responsible for moving your mouth and your throat. So in other words, excuse me, I have to swallow. Hearing someone chew their food can activate the part of your brain that wouldn't usually kick in unless you were chewing. So for people with misophonia, it can feel like an intrusion. Nobody likes an intrusion of any sort. So then they get defensive. You got to stop that. That's when they just immediately perk up. And it can also give them the urge to chew or swallow, even though they're not eating. Mm. Misophonia. <laughs> Misophonia. <laughs> uh, Do you chew gum, Steve? I, I gave it up. Me too. Like eight years ago, I stopped caring about my breath. Well, okay. I, I, I didn't make uh, that What jump. was your motivation? Sorry. I, I was a loud chewer and I couldn't not chew loud. So now if like, oh. I just I just did that for everyone else. When I chew gum, it was like, no, 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 no. I s- realized I only smell someone's breath like, I don't know, maybe twice a year. Yeah. And so I don't want to chew something yeah. that's going to give me a tension headache of some sort by the oh, end of it. Yeah. What's the point? And it sometimes gives me, uh, yeah, am I going to be vulnerable? Of course. It gives me like a little bit of a sour stomach situation too. Oh. You know, the sugar-free stuff can make you, you know, it's like too much of that artificial sweetener in your stomach just as pure liquid can really mess with you. Also, not to just, I mean, I hope we don't have the gum lobbyists after us. Well, we will. When I had braces, my dentist said, if you want to move your teeth faster, chew on gum, and that'll help kind of adjust them, but keep that in mind when you get your braces off. So, oh, if you chew them, it's going to continue to move them. Yeah, move them back to where they were. And so I was Dang. like, I don't want that. But, right on me. but there is somebody, I, there's a, I follow this girl, Trisha Paytas, um, on a lot of social media, and she eats a lot on camera. I love watching oh, it. That's creepy. Uh, more than half of us, 59%, prefer to eat ice cream all by ourselves. Not even like a breakup. You're, just, you're 35, you're having a scoop, and you're like, I'd rather be alone. I don't like eating while I'm talking. Let's take a break. Brittany's going to play Throwback Thursday music trivia. You can play along absolutely nothing up for grabs. That when we come back on my time. When summer rolls around, I'm looking for fun activities for my family and me. And that's why I love the Y. They have summer camps for kids, teens, and even families to enjoy together. Campers of all ages can go swimming, canoeing, horseback riding, and more. Become a Y member for just five bucks and get discounts on these summer camps plus 25% off dues for the whole summer. Check it out at ymcanorth.org. It's hour three, and that's a good time for all of you who are listening because you're all going to be able to play a game with us. It's the Don and Steve Show, My Talk 1071. Brittany, who is tattered. After last night, she birthed, well, co-birthed. I don't know what the right term is. She was like 90-10. I was 10%. Taylor okay. Swift did most of the work. Okay, and by the way, Taylor Swift is her dog, not the singer. Her dog had seven puppies last night. My foster dog. So the Taylor Swift will be available for adoption on, at Secondhand Hounds. You going to keep any of the puppies? No, I already have three and a cat, so. 
Oh, okay. I oh, God keep, love you. Yeah, nice big keep, heart you have. I want to keep my marriage, so I'm going to not adopt one of these puppies. And that's a good, that's called boundaries, everybody. Thank you. That's really good. Oh, you're singing already, which means it's time for us to play Throwback Thursday music. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We got to go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio yeah. disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah? Okay, here's what you should know about Brittany before we play. She used to work in uh, classic rock radio, right? Yeah. Okay. So, in theory, some of these will be in your wheelhouse. Others are more current and modern. This isn't decade-specific today. I'm I'm pop, though. Like, I'm pop. Just know that I am pop music. Hmm. And you know what? I just want to say, like, I do think it's... I'm your guest. I'm your yeah. friend. Hmm. Um, kind of neighbor. Um, okay, and I'm... The last two were stretches. Go ahead. I did not come in here to be sleep deprived and ask questions like who why? yeah i'm asking the questions let's here. do this fine grant could you do me a favor and um cue the music what musician was deported from japan in the 80s for possession wait what? What musician was deported from Japan in the 1980s? Deported from Japan. <laughs> I'll do it again. This time like you're five. Hey. Yeah, baby. Which musician do you think was deported, like asked to leave Japan? You know Japan. Yeah, yeah. In the 1980s for possession of Mary Jane. Deported to Japan. From, from Japan. You're deported from a place. You're not deported to a place. Okay. You're imported to a place. <laughs> you said imported to Japan. <laughs> Give me more clues, you silly fox. 1980s possession of marijuana. This musician artist yeah. had formerly been a part of a very successful band. I don't know. I mean, I don't what know. I mean, they broke up. Oh, you know what? If he had marijuana, yeah, you could say. It makes you feel high, kind of like it gives you wings. Like Red Bull. I know. I knew that that's what you were going to think. I'm trying to go in a different direction with wings. Ario Speedwagon. So when, okay. Name, here's another way to ask this question, guys, in case you do any of these Throwback Thursday music trivias at home or at your lunch table, whatever. Here's another way to ask this question. Name a beetle. Um, which, like, okay, oh, so it's got to be Ringo? No. Mm -hmm. Wow, stereotype, because of the ponytail, no. John Lennon? Dead. McCarthy? McCartney. McCartney? That's the right answer. Thank you. I'm sorry. McCarthy? McCarthy. That's a political scandal, isn't that? My Grand bad, I was going McCarthy to the Johns, I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I thought you Ringo, I did not this know that. This isn't going to go great. No, I am already sensing a Just give me those dumb ones, okay? I'm going to give you one more hard one, and then I'm going to find dumb ones. I need to fully divert here, because you're not your Steve, best you today. I don't like the way you're talking. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Even I, though I said it first. First, I get food shamed by you. <laughs> Crime shame. Cue the music. 
Which famous music group was formerly known as the New Yardbirds? Oh, I know this. You should know it. I'll give you that hint, considering how I introduced you. I know. That's so mean. Uh, I obviously didn't last there very long. Well, no, like they 10 came years. you. They were like, get her up. Like 10 years, okay. Um, give me the first letter. Just do it. L. Uh, Leonard Skinner. Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Skinner. Skinner! Let's just see if he pronounces any name right the first time. McCarthy? Leonard Skinner is incorrect. L. Don't get, listen, don't get mad at me. You get mad at the puppies. You chose this life. I would never get mad at the puppies. <laughs> Maybe trouble. She's kind of a brat. Um, okay, it's, it stands for a, a heavy blimp. Oh, um, uh, Led Zeppelin. Nice. Thank you. Very nice, Brittany. Woo, you're doing good now. They, they put out songs with that title, right? With the, what was it, the New Yardbirds? Yeah, or? yeah. All right, we're switching. Yes. I've gone now to pop questions. Yes. It still spans the decades. Pop, but not... I love pop. Okay. I love pop. Okay. Well, it's not like all 2010s, okay? Some 2020s. Got it. <sighs> Cue the music. Cue it. Mm-mm. Which 80s star is recognized by Guinness World Records as the best-selling female recording artist of all time? Um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cyndi Lauper. Incorrect. The best-selling in 1980, you said? The best-selling female recording artist of all time, largely known as an 80s star. Still around, but the 80s were her time. That was her jam. She's pop. Give me a song. Just sing it. It'll feel really good. Just sing it. Girls just want to have fun. Am I crazy? Oh, sorry. I said the wrong song. <laughs> After all that. Dang it. Okay, you that's my fault. Me. You can never shame me on this show again. No more that's shaming of the Britney. That is my fault. What a banger that was, though, by the old Lapadapa Ding Dong, Cindy Lauper. I was like, am I am I really asleep to body? Was he doing this? Just like a virgin. Oh, it's Madonna, you idiot. Congratulations. You won. Yeah, I won. Cue the music. Who claimed that I'm still standing in the year 1983, the year that I was born? I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm still standing. I don't know. Oh, so this is now people are biting their steering wheel because you're singing the song. Yeah, you no, know I know it. the song. You know it. Yeah. You just don't know who. And even the voice, I know. Cher. I know it's not Cher, but I feel like you're nailing Cher. Not Lionel Richie. <laughs> That's not my Lionel. You'd know my Lionel. Kind of like a, a male version of Cher. Kind of, sort of. They have I'm still standing. I know it. Oh, my gosh. Just had a movie about... This person? Guy. EJ. That is initials? <laughs> no, they're his uh, nickname. Come on. I know, that's my dad's name. So really uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Just when you think you're giving like the easy hint, like, it what? totally scrambled her what? brain. What, Papa? Um, um, I wear glasses and shiny jackets. Cause oh, I'm Alan just- John. Good job. That's out of all of his songs you sing, that's the one. It's the one they gave me. 
Then Crocodile Rock sing. A blue jean baby. Nope. Sounded like Michael McDonald the first yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking. I was like, I did not know Elton John sing. In a valley, in a valley, and I do think that that is more of the share. Is you believe me versus They're very different. Cue the music. Walk Like an Egyptian was a hit song for this group in 1986. Ah, the year I was born. Mmm, nice. Came out of my mom singing this song. Whoa. Loved it. Loved Walking Like an Egyptian. Freak baby that was. Wouldn't you almost shove the baby back in and like, let's let it cook for a little while longer. She looked at it. Singing and walking like an Egyptian. She looked at it and said, Brittany Jen. So beautiful. <laughs> Brittany answered back. Was that short for Genevieve? I don't know who's saying that song. Prince had a tie-in with this group. Prince wrote a song for this group. It This group also has a song with a name of the day of the week in it. An alliterative start to your week. Monday. Just give it to me, Steve. Nobody likes this. Nobody likes what you're doing to me. It's like... You finish are such... <laughs> Nobody likes this. So this is a time for Sub-Zero to just, what, whip his hat at you and your head goes off, blood splattering everywhere. The answer was the Bangles. We'll give you credit on that one. Were they the ones that did the um, skiing? They did that skiing formation? What? No, okay. Is that a Mortal Kombat? Are we doing deeper No, 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 but I did love that you... What's skiing? Like, I thought there was a music video that they were skiing and did like a triangle formation. Skiing, like water skiing. Keeps sounding like you're saying skiing. This <laughs> is terrible. Huey from. Alright, Huey from. Cue the music. Give me something in like the last like. Alright, let me. Alright, I'm just gonna find you something that is closer yes. to where we are now. Like when I was alive, I'm so sick of everyone thinking I should know everything about classic rock. I wasn't born, people! Oh, this isn't going to do you any favors. I did overnights all the time. I played music and went to the bathroom. You're putting out a vibe right now like you were just found by the police. <laughs> and like we're all happy that you're alive. We just don't know if you're well yet. It's true. Kind of true. <laughs> she was just slouched out of her chair. I feel so... so yeah, you seem like a criminal who's like, ask me anything. Whatever, man. She's even got the flannel on, too. <laughs> it's a cool look. It's just how she's carrying herself... In this look, is like a lost person who never wanted to be found. Which fruit-themed band scored a Billboard number one in 1986 with the song Venus? Your desire. Band. Um, they sell um shaving. They used it to sell a lot of Venus shaving yes, stuff. Yes, the women's shaving stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit, apple, cherry. Strawberry and bananas. Banana. Banana. Split. Banana. Now just rhyme. Now just rhyme. Banana. Rama. Nice. She did it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. I just want to formally apologize to anyone that had to hear that. Um, It wasn't good, the whole thing, I thought. I'm not trying to stress people out. I'm not trying to make their day worse. And I feel like I did not put light and love into the world. (laughs) <laughs> that was not one 
for the archives. Please have me back someday. Okay. I need to go now. I will be back, but we're all going to take a breather. Britt, maybe a splash of cold water, whatever wakes you up. We're doing good here. Uh, We will come back. Our Facebook question today was this. What movie always makes you cry? You can't get through it without getting weepy. We'll dig into that. Talk a little more about the big friends reunion as well when we come back. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Brittany has been filling in for Donna Valentine. Donna's got the day off today and tomorrow. Uh, Brittany, you're going to be back tomorrow? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to be here. Oh. Uh, I'll miss you. It's going to be you? Yeah. It's going to be Miss Shannon? Yeah. And uh, and you guys are going to do great and have a good old time? I got to tell you something. Okay. So Julia, my BFF... Yeah. From Loj. Yeah, your your dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hey. our relationship. Um, well, she sends her down, you know, to get the food. Okay, now at least you're admitting that that's what happened. Well, now I've I'm I've bought into it. Yes. Yes. Um, she texted me. I saw after. Obviously, I wasn't cheating during, but she tried mm. to give me a bunch of answers during it. And one she gave me was ten thousand maniacs, and I said, not only are you cheating, you're so inaccurately cheating. Yeah. Yep. You got to be careful. These lifelines, I used to have, my brother-in-law would text me every day during the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and I wouldn't look at it until after. And I told him every time, like, I'm not, I want to, I just want to play the game. And he would always text me the answers, but he was almost always right. (laughs) You just gave up your little secret there, buddy. No, but no, I would never look at it. I know, I know, I would, scout's honor. I want to, I I want to destroy Donna in all the right ways. You don't Mm -hmm. even need to look at it. Um, hey, the uh, the Big Friends reunion is on HBO Max right now. I don't know the total runtime of this. I'm wondering if hour, this gets close to It's an hours. hour and 45 minutes, about an hour and 46 okay. minutes. So. All right, so you're watching a movie. Yes. If you watch this. And Grant, you watched about the first 45 minutes or so. 45, yeah. This morning. You're a big-time Friends fan. We went in with expectations. This is a long time coming, 45 minutes in, and you're feeling what? I'm feeling very happy. I just got goosebumps thinking about it. Oh the way God. that they introduced each character into the whole world of friends again was very touching. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. It was very cool. Uh, they're doing a good way of of making you feel, because you know how we all know that we wished it was like a new episode and it kind of isn't as we know, but they're doing a good way of integrating not only just like an interview of the cast, but then bringing them back to moments in the show and reenacting those moments, doing some script cool. reading. Okay, you fun. Know, they have a fun way of making you feel like you're watching how they would act in the show if it were still on today, but they're doing old stuff. So it's 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 a cool kind of mix of both. They're, they're doing a good job so far. When we found out that James Corden would be a part of it, and I was comparing all of this to the Fresh Prince reunion, which I thought was really well done, but there was no interviewer, there was no moderator. It was just the cast talking to each other. Of course, Will Smith led the discussion, but it was just the cast. And there was something that felt really insular and safe and warm and nostalgic about that. So I was... A little bummed when I saw that James Corden was going to be there. But then in the teaser, in the trailer, you see clips of them doing the table read on set. 
And so I thought maybe that would be nice. Maybe that gives you a little bit of a different vibe when they go out on the couch and James Corden is there in front of an audience asking them questions. Have you gotten to that point yet? Yes, and it's just the right amount of him. They don't. He doesn't take it over. He kind of he gives you a few facts here and there to help you, like stuff that you as a Friends fan, myself, diehard Friends fan, you're like, whoa. So he's there in the right places at the right time, and he they use him to kind of introduce the, he'll ask a question and then that question will tie into specific scenes. And then that's when they go into like another version of the reunion where they're maybe sitting at that table or sitting on the couch in the coffee room. So he sets everything up subtly. Perfect. It's not overwhelming. I actually do appreciate him in, in this reunion. He's not, okay, doing that's bad. good. Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, and then we are also hearing that there is some uh, information that people seem to be finding out regarding Ross and Rachel. I'll leave it at that. I think there's some good stuff there for folks as you continue to watch some stuff that I saw on Twitter today that had yeah. some Ross and Rachel fans feeling their feels even more. Yeah, like IRL, like they're actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then, and it'll add fuel to... Yeah, yeah. If you go back and watch Ross and Rachel, you might start watching it in a different way. So we'll let them sort of tell it in their own words. Yeah. But the, uh, the Big Friends reunion available on HBO Max, I know a lot of people will be watching that over the weekend our facebook question and look i don't know what do you get a bonus if you knock one out of the park whatever man 222 responses (gasps) wow whoa thank you steve go steve steve (laughs) first you gotta talk real slow at the beginning speed it up at the end why an obama there i don't know what movie always makes you cry was the question forrest gump is the first one I'm seeing. <laughs> I haven't seen Forrest Gump since probably whatever year it came out, 95? It's on TV 94? constantly. Yeah. It's like on like I TBS. never stopped down to watch it. I should watch it again, huh? Oh, it's a... I, Holly hates it, as we all know. Holly can't stand the movie. I believe it's Holly. I love it. Um, the tearjerker at the end there. You guys remember, you know? It's Jenny. long. It's a long movie, and if you watch it on TBS, it's like four hours. It's most of your day. It is a long situation. Yeah, when you cram <laughs> commercials in there, too. Uh, Imitation of Life. Anybody know that movie? No. It's an old one, but so good. That from Linda. Bridges of Madison County. Clint Eastwood fans I read the book. I remember Jay Leno had an old school joke about this. Like in 93, I feel like this came out. Yeah. And who was was in Bridges of Madison County? It was Clint Eastwood and... Why are we not remembering the actress? Well, whatever. He said, here's a new thing that they came out with for couples who were going to see Bridges of Madison County together. It was a tissue box, so they had the tissues, and then they, he said he could flip it over, and there was a barf bag for all the guys who were watching Clint Eastwood do Bridges of Madison Meryl County. Meryl Street. Yes, ma'am. Meryl? Meryl? Wow. Clint Eastwood and Meryl Street. Yeah. That's, that's pretty dang good. Pretty iconic. Beaches, Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Sophie's Choice. I haven't either. I heard I've it's never a hard seen, one. <laughs> I think it is a tough one. I've never seen um, Terms of Endearment, mm-hmm. which is a big cry fest movie. The Notebook. You ever cry during The Notebook? No. Okay, great. Let's go to the phones. Who do we have online? Chris? Matt is with us. He's got a good video for us that hey, makes Matt. Him cry. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Oh, bro. It's so layered, man. We, can't, we don't have time to answer that. Rough. What's up with you? True. Now, don't laugh. I'm a 42-year-old male, and I saw this movie when it first came out in the theaters, and I did cry, and I could put it on right now this minute and go to the end, and I will cry. The Iron Giant. I have heard this from other people. Why The Iron Giant? Why is it making you cry? 
Um, he's made out to be this big, he's a friend to this little boy, Hogarth, and the, throughout the whole movie, and at the end, he ends up being this huge monstrosity who does destroy planets, but this boy has instilled in him all these stories from comic books, and he identified with Superman, and they launch this nuclear missile at the end of the movie at the town, and the boy goes, when the bomb comes down, everyone is going to die. And the robot flies up in the air, and I'm going to get choked up. And he's hearing the little boy's voice in his head going, you can be anything you want to be. And the guy, the robot closes his eyes and before he hits the bomb, and he goes, Superman. And then, boom, he's gone. Oh. And it's just, it's just so heartbreaking. It's how he choked about talking about it. Oh, man. It's, just, it's really cute. Now, and a, a fun thing. Jennifer Aniston does the voice of the boy's mother. Harry Connick Jr. does the voice of the mechanic friend. The dad from Frasier does the voice of the old army general. And Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore does the voice of the bad guy. Oh, it's all there. It's all happening. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a call. super cute movie. It's super cute. Kids will love it. And like I said, I'll cry every time I watch that last five minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, please no. Oh, Matt, go let out a good cry. It's good for your body. Thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Brittany for more or less being here today. No problem. Brittany, it was great to have you. So Shut much laughter. No, I loved that. It was great. I loved having you. So much laughter. So much joy. I love you guys. Bye. Um, hey, congrats on the puppies. She's got seven puppies. Miss Shannon Ooh. is going to be in the house with Brittany tomorrow. Make sure you listen. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Thank you, Grant. Bye. Bye.